Hi guys, today we're going to be talking about um, being and falling completely in love with Jesus again. I have a lot of people ask me like, Kiana, how do you like stay so consistent with Jesus or with God? And to a matter of the fact, I don't as much as I should. I'm definitely not where I should be at with God. But I do have a few tips and tricks on how to make you fall complete or how I fell completely in love with God. Um, the first thing is idols. Idols can be like a very touchy subject because we all have them. We shouldn't. We should have no idol above God. We should have no idols, period. But a lot of us do. And that's been something that I felt very convicted on because um, I'm a high school girl. Which is no excuse, but, you know, um, looking good, the way I dress, attention, social media have all been idols for me before. Which, a lot of us don't think it's as bad as it really is. So, the first thing I would recommend you do is um, pray and ask God to reveal the things in your heart that are taking his place. God is holy. God will not come sit in a throne where there's a throne equal to it called social media. That's just not who God is. When you approach God, you approach him with such reverence that he is not equal to anything, especially an idol of something as small as social media or an outfit. And that's something I had a really hard time learning because, you know, like we, we live in the world. Like sometimes I want my Instagram feed to be popping or... You know, I want my TikTok to get, like, 300 likes. And that, as a lot of us don't look at that as idols. I know somebody um, who, um, makeup was an idol for her. And she was going through a modesty, um, a modesty Bible study. And she had to give up makeup because that became an idol. And so some things that we don't even feel like are idols to us are idols to God. God is equal to nothing. God is above all. He will not sit somewhere where you make him equal with something. Even family. Family can be an idol. Um, I want to read Psalms 63 just because it is such a powerful verse. So I'm going to go ahead and read that. Also, my, I left my Bible at my church on Sunday and it has all my like notes in it. So I'm like kind of freestyling today you know um and I have like an old study bible and the print is tiny and I'm blind so if I mess up I'm sorry all right psalm 63 says oh this is the psalm of when David was in the wilderness of Judah it says oh god you are my god earnestly I seek you my soul thirsts for you my flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. Ooh, hear that. Hear that. We're going to come back to that. My soul will, will be satisfied as with fat and rich food. And my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my help, 
and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. Hear that. We're going to come back to that too. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult. For the mouths of liars will be stopped. All right, let's circle back to 63.4. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. Okay. Some people have an idol of addiction or drinking or alcohol. And I know it's very, like, common for, like, girls in high school and boys in high school to go to parties and act wild and dance on top of tables. But they're scared to go to church the next morning and lift their hands and sing. I mean, it used to be a struggle for me to, like, act all crazy during worship. Not so much now because, you know, I'm, I just don't care other people's um, perspectives of me. But I just think that's, as long as I live in your name, I will lift my hands. Don't you think, like, for us, lifting our hands is something so simple, like, you know, you lift your hands to ask a question. You lift your hand to make a comment. You lift your hands when you're dancing. Like, that seems like such a common thing to us. But back then, it was something that you did with such respect. I think that's so cool. And then it said, um, excuse me, it says, 63-7, for you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wing, I will sing for joy. When I'm going through a hard time, I'm going to dance and sing it out. Because you know what? I'm not going to sit in my bed and cry about it. I'm going to get on my knees, lift up my hands, and sing for you to hear. Like, I think that's so powerful. What are we doing when we're having a bad day? We don't go cry about it. We go talk to our father because we're his kids. And let me tell you something. God does not play about his kids. I think, ooh, I, like, whenever I'm praying for somebody, like, if someone went up to the altar, I'm always like, God, this is your child. Let them know you don't play about your children because, like, oh, he is such a loving God. But um, when you are wanting to grow your relationship with God and you are wanting to fall so in love with him, don't get upset or surprised when you go up against tests and trials because that's how God reveals your idols and that's how... um. Like, that's how you fall in love with him. That's how I fell in love with God. When I did not trust God, like, when I was, like, 50% of my life was mine and 50% of my life was God's. Like, I wasn't really, like, so set on fire for God because I could take control back at any minute I wanted. We have free will. God's a gentleman. He's not going to force anything upon you. But when I, like, gave my life 100% to God, I started seeing miracles and blessings left and right. And that's when I'm like, okay, God, like, I see I see this never-ending love coming from you. Let me return that. I mean, I'll never be able to do it as good as you, but let me, let me spit some of that back your way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, hmm, how do I word this? You, gosh, that's going to sound really mean. Put it in God's hands, because when it's in God's hands, who can hurt you? What bad can happen? 
I mean, sure, you might lose a loved one. You might get hurt. Someone might hurt you. But at the end of the day, there's always good coming out of that. You're always going to be strengthened. You're always going to bounce back. If you've got God and with 100% of your life. If you're 50-50, you might be good one day and then the next day end up in a psych ward. Because, you know, it, you, God won't give you more than you can handle. But some of us take on things more than we can handle. More than we can bear. And that's not God's fault. I know for me, I don't let it sit. Sometimes I don't let it sit in God's hand like some of my issues. And then I have to remember. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's for you. That's not for me. Because if I try to do that, if I try to take that weight on my shoulder, I'll be crushed. Like, that's not for me. Um, I think I already said this, but I don't remember. So I'm going to say it again just to get the point across. We will never be able to love God as much as he loves us until we can fully understand what he's done for us. God sent his only son to die for us. Like, have you ever met anybody that would do that? Because I haven't. And I mean, I'm not sure I want to. Because I would question their, I would question their mind a little bit. I'd be like, are you sure? You don't even know me. Like, God sent his son to die for people who God knew would betray him every single day. He took a chance on us because... We have free will. We don't have to choose life with God if we don't want to. So that chance, that really shows his extent of love. Um, another scripture I want to bring up is Psalms 139, 23, and 24. Let me get there because, you know, I don't have any of my notes in this Bible. I probably could have did them, but, you know, I'm a little lazy. And it's all about authenticity over here. I guess. Um, Psalms 139, 23, and 24 is something, is scripture that I draw close to every time I feel far from God. Because it's a prayer, ultimately. For me, it's a prayer. Um, something else that really shows how much God loves us is he gave us a rule book. He didn't say, I'm invisible. You won't be able to see me. You won't be able to hear me. But... I'm here and you have to follow all of these rules and you have to follow the Ten Commandments. No, he gave us step by step on how to have a relationship with him. I think it's crazy that we feed ourselves, not even God, because God knows the truth. We feed ourselves excuse after excuse on why we can't be close to God and why we can't have that relationship with God. Like, there are family trees in the Bible, there are maps, there are prayers, there's poetry, there's history, and we sit here and say, Oh, it's okay. I can't really comprehend. Girl, brother, the Bible app will read it to you. Go to YouTube. They can read it to you too. Praying? What does that take besides knowing how to speak? Or the Holy Spirit intercedes for you because even if you can't speak, the Holy Spirit's there. He knows your heart. God knows your heart. Like, stop feeding him excuse an excuse again on why we can't have a relationship with him. Okay, that was my little tangent. Let me get into the word. It says, um, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievance way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. I'm going to read that again because that was good. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievance way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. 
That's good. That's a whole prayer. Th what? Search me, oh God, and know my heart. That is not your heart, child. That's God's heart. He's going to know at the end of the day. But once you give him like that permission granted, you're going to start seeing things left and right drop out of your life that are your idols. Um, I, I try to pray that daily. Because there are new things in our heart every day. We experience new feelings every day. We're growing up. We're trying to live in this world while having a heavenly mindset. And that's hard. I'm not even going to take away from that. That is hard. But we cannot keep. Hmm. We can't keep letting God be even with our social media or our social status at school. Like, do you know who that is? That's God. And I have people all the time tell me, like, Kiana, you're giving up your teenage years to live by a Bible. To live, like, you don't even know if that thing's real. Well, let me tell you. I know this thing's real because I'm walking it out. I'm living it out. You know what I mean? I'm talking to my God. I know my God has plans and I know that. How could you not think that this Bible can be real? Are you not, like, seeing the prophecies be fulfilled? I don't know. I'll never understand that. But where was I going with that? Say the Bible is not real, which it is real. But if I am wasting my whole life following this Bible, I wasted my whole life. But if I'm right and this Bible is real and you wasted your whole life living for the world, you just wasted your whole eternity. And I'm here to tell you heaven and hell... hell are real. This is not a joke. And you can't get to heaven by volunteering once a month at a homeless shelter. You get to heaven by Jesus. Knowing Jesus. Knowing the Son. That's the only way to heaven. I hate to break it to you. Like you see all these people post. Um, Rest in peace. Oh I hope you're enjoying heaven. Like I think people don't really understand the extent of discipling and knowing Jesus. You have to do to be able to like be there because if any person who did a good deed once a month were going to be allowed to be in heaven, everybody would be there. And honestly, heaven's not the goal. The goal is to get as many, as many souls to heaven as possible. But we cannot do that when we don't understand ourselves and we have these idols. Um, in closing, I just want to, I just want to say the Psalms prayer because I want that relationship to build between you and God on your own. I can answer questions and I can I can try to explain to you how much God loves you, but I can't build a relationship. And at the end of the day, that's what it takes to get in heaven. I can introduce the idea to you, but I can't pursue the action. And I said it in the last episode and I'll say it again because Pastor Chris said this and it really stuck with me. The Bible was not instructed to inspire on a Sunday, but to instruct on a Monday. Let that sit with you. A Bible is not a once a month type of deal or a once a week type of deal. You need to be in this thing all the time because that it's literally God lays out in front of you how to have a relationship with him. How do you, you have the access to eternal life and complete joy and complete peace right in front of us. A Bible's free if you look it up on your phone. Go to the Dollar Tree. They have Bibles. If you need a Bible, reach out.
I will literally get you a Bible. But you can't, you can't sit here and feed yourself an excuse because that's not gonna, that's not gonna work. So I just want to say this prayer and end with that. Spirit of the living God, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievance way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Lord, please reveal to us any idols we may have. Please help us to just grant you full permission for the only thrones in our hearts, Lord. We love you so much. In your name we pray. Amen.